Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? It's Tony and Austin here. This is the Wednesday show again on a Thursday. <laughs> Sorry to push back again, but yeah, it's the, the somewhat Wednesday show. Austin, buddy, what's going on, man? Nothing much. Um, I do have a random piece of wisdom for everybody. Like you are ever, if you're ever using a, a large deli slicer. Rule number one: when you're not when it when you're not actively slicing meat, remember to close the blade guard. Oh no! What have you done, Austin? So I was slicing bologna. You gotta buy bologna in bulk, so it's cheaper, and that way I can slice it on my deli slicer. So I'm going through. Right. I slice all the bologna I need, and I flip the uh, power switch off, and I have it all off like I'm supposed to. But I'm like. In a rush, so I turn around and grab the plastic wrap and slide it like this, like with cupped hands mm-hmm. around each side of the bologna. And when I do, the blade comes and slices my ah, finger. Fuck. Um, the funny part is, I go to talk to my buddy, um, and we we're talking about meat slicers. I said, You know what I did on, on um, Tuesday? He's like, What? I said, Cut my finger on my meat slicer. This man was washing his meat slicer on Tuesday, didn't close the blade guard, and cut his finger through his nail and down this down just past the um, last knuckle. Yeah, I'll see, motherfucker. I told you what happens. Got to get eight stitches. Ouch! Dude, that sounds painful as shit. Yeah. So remember, people, always close the blade guard. Austin was cooking. He's like, ow, motherfucker. <laughs> Brown was like, this is the house of the Lord. <laughs> I cut my finger. I immediately went, see, Austin, you retard. That's why you closed the blade guard. Hey, Grandma was like, who are you talking to like that? <laughs> like me, Grandma. Go drink your prune juice. <laughs> Calm oh, down. Dude. We got to jump straight into it because this is the political episode. So that being said, even though Saturday was mostly spent on politics, we're going to do it again because that's what this is, you know, that's what this Deal is supposed to be. It. Exactly. I think that's what's like what we're best at that and like movies and wrestling and shit. Otherwise, we just talk and talk and talk. <laughs> we got to aim to be better than that, Austin. We got to talk about what the people want, which is the same shit they see on Facebook, Twitter, fucking the news. Anyway, Indians don't get vaccines, and why should you? Yo, what, <laughs> what is uh, what is all this whole like fucking? They want to impeach Trump. I'm like so lost on. I haven't really been involved. What is going on? So the House voted today to impeach him. So now there will be a Senate. Now there will be a trial in the Senate. Well, they can't wait eight days or whatever it is. <laughs> Um, so it's more it's more in order to make sure he can't run in 2024. Oh, no. What a waste of time, money, again. I can already see where this is going. So the earliest that they can hold the impeachment hearings is January 20th at 1 o'clock p.m. Allegedly. That's what I heard Sean Hannity say, at least. So the ultimate question is, do you think it's going to happen? Like, do you think they're going to be able to impeach him? They couldn't do it the first time. They need 17 Republicans. 
Kind of sounds like the Republicans are flopping on him. And from what I've heard, and what I have heard is that uh, Mitch McConnell may just uh, be voting to impeach him. What the fuck? Why? Probably because he knows he's done. Uh, feasibly, it might be because there's a large group of Republicans who just want him to be gone. So we don't have to worry about his drum anymore. And by, right, right. by this impeachment passing, um, he would legally not be allowed to run in 2024. To kind of rid him from the major political scene. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it probably helps them with all the shit they don't want to deal with. Because let's be honest, he does come with a lot of baggage. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot of baggage. Um, so right now, I'm not too sure. What I'm hearing is McConnell's going to vote yes to impeach. And probably about six or seven other Republicans that will vote yes to impeach also. Because there's 12 Republicans in the House that voted to impeach as well. I can't see any other reason why they want to get rid of him except for to not have to deal with this kind of shit again. Yep, that's 100% what it is. Um, Lindsey Graham was on Fox News, and he was like, no. No, that, that, this can't happen, and I won't let it happen. So It's just so shitty that they're turning their back on him. It's like, wow. But um, from a from a business standpoint and from like all the shit they've had to put up with because of how people can't handle him, it's kind of like a business still. You're like... Do I really want all these negative Yelp reviews on my food just because somebody ate here that nobody likes? <laughs> but maybe if someone wasn't a thirteen act didn't act like a ten year old and lashed out and called people names and did um, really morally corrupt garbage and stoked violence and and after there was an act of domestic terrorism, he cheered the domestic terrorism on. Oh, hold on. Wait, no, no, no. Are you talking about the bullshit with uh, where he condemned white supremacy, but he said there were decent people on all sides and everyone just no, fucking... No, no, that's not... What... He was fine there. The way he said it was wrong, but what he said was right. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was completely right. Actually, listen to the whole statement. I'm talking about on Twitter, after the Capitol attacks, he was cheering them on and telling them good job and to keep going and well, he was Which probably is, talking about the people that were protesting, not the fuckers that were like, we're breaching the shit. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know, dude. I kind of, I don't know. Because everyone says that he incited reason, violence. But I'm like, where though? On Twitter, on in now deleted tweets, it's why he was removed from Twitter. I thought they just removed him because they're like, oh, it's almost time to get him out of here. So now we can be petty and block him. No, because he was actively doing that. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say anything. It's just stupid. But I, like I said, I kind of get why they're like, we just need to get rid of him now because, again, it comes with a lot of baggage. In 2016, I said if Republicans nominate Donald Trump, they will pay for it in four years. Guess what? We lost four Senate races because of him. We lost... 
presidential. We lost the White House because of him. Um, so Republicans are dealing with it. They should have seen this beforehand. I saw it. A lot of other people saw it. We warned them. They didn't listen to us. Um, and it's a lot of fault because the regular Republicans decided they didn't feel like they wanted to fight the culture war. So Trump came in as a solely a culture war guy and one one out because people were thick and tired of not being involved in it. But that and they were kind of tired of everything being called racist. Like what I'm tired of, dude, is not only being told that I shouldn't believe a certain way or act a certain way, but now I'm being like forced to be told I can't do that. That's how this is getting. That is why they liked him so much. That's one reason I liked him. So I was like, dude, here's someone that's standing up for people for once. Well, what he says is he's like, he, you, they don't hate me because I'm me. They hate me because I'm you. Yeah, which is, 100%. Which is, which is accurate. That's 100% what it is. Like, I don't think we're ever going to have another Republican in a long time. Oh, we will. You really think so? 2024, while we're a Republican president. Because these motherfuckers, dude, these children have like... A fucking grasp on everything. 2024, we'll have a Republican president again. I all but guarantee it. Do you think people will kind of see like how shitty it's going to be having Democrats run, basically? I mean, it took eight years for them to be like, oh man, Obama was terrible. But then they apparently didn't learn their lesson because they still didn't like the options that we had. So well, Obama's vote for the Clinton. Well, Obama was also a really good at Hiding the fact that he was a horrible president. Oh, yeah, dude. That motherfucker was so... I hate getting on this tangent, but I can only think of one president that was straight up like, no, I'm going to divide this country. Like, intentionally, I'm going to divide up this country. Trump, I don't think intentionally tried. I think he was just more like, you know what? I hear you people. I feel it. I'm going to say it the way it is. That is why he can't be president. Almost started it. Trump just yeah, kept he just it going. carried it. Yeah, he just carried it. He kept going, but it was so shocking because of the fact that he was saying shit that a lot of people were feeling, thinking, and he was saying really outlandish shit. I'll admit that. Like the first thing I didn't like about him was the whole. Uh, he didn't outright say Mexicans were rapists and shit like that, but he was saying immigrants. You know, which we all know who he's talking about. I mean. In essence, he said there's a lot of them that are doing this, but the way he said That's it... That's what he meant. Yeah, the way he the, said it was like, oh no. The thing is, he never said a lot of really horrible... He never said... He never meant really horrible, bad stuff. But the yeah. way he said things was so bad. But also, Trump holds a lot of really, really garbage um, ideas about the world. And so it came out. Like he res- business, man. he respects power and strength over meekness and compassion. He respects winning over at any other cost. And so there's a lot of things about him that didn't end up super great. Yeah. I think we can establish that um I think before before this whole attack, the whole Capitol building situation, I think I would give him a C. After this Capitol building, he's a D minus. Hmm. 
I think he goes down as he and Obama will probably sit around the same area. Yeah, I don't know. I think Obama's one of the worst, but he's not the worst. I like to say that a lot, but it's not the truth. He's just, he was the Trump for the Democrats, basically. But, you know, with the whole culture war and shit, he's more uh, correct, I guess you can say, whereas Trump is politically incorrect or whatever. I don't know. It's kind of scary, though. I'm hoping people will kind of learn, like, oh, shit. We really can't be doing all this crazy shit that we think is okay. You know what? People are eventually going to get tired of it. I mean, look at the Capitol. That is people that are tired of it. I'm not saying that they're right. Of course right. they're not right. But that, that's a whole... That is a result of people that are tired of all the bullshit. And, like, I posted this shit on Facebook because it really did rile me up. But it was, like, I was on Hulu. And it was... Uh, what did it say? It was all the U.S. It was the Capitol the deadly siege or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, this is why we have the problems that we have. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. And then the other one totally under control. I'm like, oh my God, this is why people are so stupid. Cause they watch this shit, this pander to them and they believe every word of it. Right. A lot of people can't think for themselves. That's the problem. It's not really any specific individual. It's just that people can't think for themselves. They listen to two different things. And they choose between the two rather than having a fucking mindset of their own. Because it's like I've said before, a lot of people that are Republican are Republican because their friends are Republican. The person they like is Republican, so that's why they voted for them. It's right. always one-sided. Whereas, like, I like who can do better for our country, but uh, it's really not Democrat. I hate to say it like that. There's got to be at some point a Democrat that's actually good for our country, but lately, doesn't seem like that's the case. Well, can't you, trust either with money either. Yeah, when you sit down and you, you're like really constructive. You could say that Clinton was probably a net. Clinton was probably a net good for the country. Right. Clinton, good old Clinton. I liked him as a person, but uh, just because I thought he was humorous. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody wants to talk about it, but the truth is Republicans were very petty then. All they should they did to get him in all that trouble, that was so they can get rid of him. They're just as equally ridiculous. Granted, the dude did lie and was caught in the act of it. But it's like I said with Trump and the whole grabber by the pussy thing. It's only a big deal because of the position they're in and the power that they have. If that were you and me, I don't think anyone would give a shit. Right. But maybe not. I don't know. Like, I know plenty of fucking idiots that either have worked with in the past or know now in some way, shape, or form. Every walk of life, there's a fucking idiot out there that believes in this phrases like toxic masculinity and all that bullshit. I mean, I don't know. People believe that shit. I don't. I think that's just another word used to fucking discriminate against people. But you can't say that either. I mean, I'm not trying to jump around on topics, but let's be honest here. Words like that are kind of invented to fuck up our children. It's just gonna be a matter of 
finding someone who's tough enough to fight those culture wars, but is politically savvy enough to fight them. Right, not outright. Like, yeah, I agree with you guys. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm going to fuck them all to death. <laughs> South Park said it best. That's exactly what he was saying. I'm going to fuck them all to death. Um, I think that person is Nikki Haley. Whether you agree with me or not in that area, we can fight over. But um... I never asked you why. Why Nikki Haley? Well, Nikki is an actual conservative, so that's your first point. All right. She's a former governor of Carolina. Um, she actively, you know, she's like anti-Confederate flag. She had the flag taken down to the Capitol building and, uh, in Carolina. And um, she's also be. a former ambassador to the United Nations and I think we saw in the United Nations that she ain't scared of nobody when she stood up to the Russian ambassador to his face. Um, yeah. Honestly, I don't. I, and also, I don't see anybody else who is going to be in the running that's going to be even biterly as qualified as she is or has half the backbone as she does. Right. That's the big thing. We need someone with a fucking backbone. I'm gonna get freaking so many people pissed off at me. They're like Rex Santorum. We're not Rex Santorum. Um, oh no, Governor of Florida, uh, Ron DeSantis. Maybe like Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis isn't running in 2024. Get over yourself, you freaking insolent child. <laughs> Culture wars is a big problem, though. It really is a big fucking problem, and I don't know if it's ever gonna end. Republicans are just going to start creating their own, creating their own and re- reinforcing their own culture. Well, yeah, it's one hundred percent what we're seeing with like trying to create their own apps and shit like that. Which I'm all for because I like the idea behind it that there's no discrimination just because somebody disagrees with the general public of what's being thrown at them. I'm totally fine with apps like Parler and all that, or like I just tried Rumble, the conservative YouTube or whatever. It's not as good, obviously. But that's what's going to happen. That's the result of all this. They're going to start creating their own lifestyle, their own, basically their own whole way of life. It's going to be like Texas. And, and, and let's get something straight. Why is there not a, why has there not been a big move to make a create a conservative YouTube? You can literally take YouTube's code, copy paste it, call it something different. That's what Pornhub did. Yeah, exactly. They can call it like, what would they call that? Um, if they if they really wanted to be smart asses, they can call it right tube. Right tube. <laughs> it sounds like a little pornographic, but call it right tube. There you go. Right hub. <laughs> right. <laughs> not not affiliated with Pornhub or Jerkmate or any of those. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's gonna be a whole new like whole new way of life. I mean, that's not necessarily a good thing though. I'm all for the apps and all that and being in an area where you're not fucking targeted. But that's still basically another form of segregation. They're doing exactly what a lot of the leftists want, which is segregation for black children, trans children, whatever fucking type of mentally unstable motherfuckers you can think of. 
they want them all to be segregated. They don't want, they do not want peace. They say they're for it, but they don't want it because it is think like us, be like us, or get out. We're dying. But that's the same on both sides. It's because literally the uh, hypocrisy or whatever for the right is it's basically, oh, join us or you can move to another country, which there's a, a certain degree to that. So for me, it's like, okay, you don't like the way certain things are around here. I get that. Move. Move. You don't need to move just because you don't like what's on TV. You can totally switch a channel. There's something for everybody. Right. But just because you don't like the way things are legally or, you know, policy-wise doesn't mean you get to change that. But, there, you know, there, you know what I'm saying? There, there's like a thin line, but both sides pretty much exaggerate it. Both sides are a join-or-die society. And that's a fucking problem. Because we want to be united, but nobody actually wants to be united. Like, people have this misconception of me. They think that I hate LGBT and all that. I'm like, no, I don't hate gay people. I hate the LGBT movement. To me, it is another establishment of terrorism. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I don't hate the people in it. I have no problem with trans people either. I'm just, I'm not going to be forced to believe what you want me to believe. We can be in the same room. We can live in the same fucking place. I don't have to believe what you believe. You don't have to believe what I believe. But that doesn't mean you get to change mine. Right. Like, you can't change the laws because you're unhappy. I can't change you because I'm unhappy. That's just the way that works. But, again, yeah, there's that whole join or die kind of logic to it. I wonder if there's ever going to be a time where in the future white people are begging for reparations <laughs> for how they're <laughs> treated. You know what I'm saying? Like, that sounds so, like, crazy, but I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm like, dude, if we're being honest here, white people get discriminated against a lot in today's society because they've made it okay to do so by claiming that black people, brown people, yellow people, fucking mutant people are all victims of white people. It's become, like, a reverse psychology. I love that we can talk about this because nobody ever wants to. <laughs> I, want, I, I know so many people do that want to be on our show, but they're like so afraid. And I'm like, what are you afraid of? We only get like six views. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst thing is going to happen. Your mom's going <laughs> to. Yeah, like right now, the only people who listen to this are my family and friends. Don't worry. You can lose another friend. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll probably lose hey, a family member. <laughs> if, you don't have, if you don't have any friends, you can't lose friends, right? Exactly, thinking smart. But yeah, no, I know a lot of people that they want to say this stuff, but they're so afraid of this society that we built to where it's not okay to speak your mind. It's okay if you're one side, but it's not okay if it's the other. So, you know, naturally, people are like, eh, I don't know. Like, I've, I've had a couple of friends of mine that are like, you're not scared of getting kicked off of anything? I'm like, well, not really, because it's probably going to happen eventually if I ever become that popular. We probably will get removed from being able to use whatever apps and services. You know what I mean? But there's ways around that, too. There are people that podcast that they've found places that will do deals with them and business with them. Yeah, hell, Spotify. Yeah, they're a very diverse company. Like, literally, they'll do business with a lot of people. That is why, like, Spotify and Apple have Charlie Kirk and people like that. It's all about business. It's really not about cancel culture like you think it is i mean that's a big thing too but 
You can be removed, yes, but there's always some place out there that wants to do business with somebody. And I think the ones that are the most controversial are the ones that they know are going to make a lot of money for them. I mean, hell, I would. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. I think he's a big piece of shit. But if I ran my own fucking studio and he wanted to do a podcast, I would totally affiliate myself with him because I know that's some big bank. That and I'm a big believer in letting people speak. Like, I have no problem with that. You don't need to kneel while you're on the job, especially being disrespectful. But we're not going to go down that route because that's a bedtime story for later. He's like, yo, I don't, I'm not doing this to because I hate police officers. Then comes to practice in um, socks that say, that have um, pigs Pig. in police uniforms. Yeah. Like, so bro. you're either A, the worst, have the worst PR team of all time, <laughs> or B, yeah. you're disingenuous and a loser. Well, like, dude, are you allowed to go to work dressed like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're always like, oh, it's his platform. And I'm like, it's not his platform. He's on the job. I say, it's not a platform, it's a job. Yeah, like, you can be a celebrity all you want. You're still at work in some places. But those places fucking allow them to, to a certain degree. Eventually, they're like, okay, dude, you're just putting way too much problems for us. We can't continue to lose viewership, sponsors. Like, we're going to have to cancel you. Right. Unless, you know, it's someone that people could be like Ben Shapiro, for example, if people were willing to do business with him, guaranteed he wouldn't get canceled because he would make so much money for a company. That's just that's an example of someone He's they, making so much money for his company. Well, yeah, that's totally why he does. It. I mean, if I was able to do it and I was that smart, 100 percent, I wouldn't do business with anybody. I don't give a fuck who it is. You could be Comedy Central like, hey, we'll offer you a five year contract with a complete creative control. And I'm like. Why do that when I can have complete creative control with my money and get that money back that's owed to me and not have to give 25%? And then um, that's when Comedy Central says, yeah, but you don't have to give any upfront money to start, and we already have a baked-in audience that you don't have to um, aggregate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty tempting if they were just like, hey, a couple million up front. We'll pay for the equipment. We'll pay for your studio time, all that shit. It's tempting, but it's just like being a whore. Somebody controls your income and what you can do and say, and basically you're going to get bent over at some point. Not to disenfranchise any of the hardworking hoes out there. (laughs) I think we've done that enough. We didn't disenfranchise. We're working with hoes in our your community very closely in order to make them a hoe no more. So if you'd like to, um, if you would like to help in that, help help in that um, great right. and almighty process, go ahead and go to thegreatearthpodcast.com and donate. <laughs> help us save lives, or as the Democrats would call it, taking people's jobs from them. <laughs> Just remember that just because just because you don't it does not ensure that a hoe will be a hoe no more. Hoe no more program exactly. is no responsible for the hoes that leave their hoe no more program. If a hoe exactly. becomes a hoe because of the hoe no more program, you cannot take us to the court. You cannot sue us. Um, limited liability is insured. Hundred percent. If you sign up now, you get a free McDouble. I don't know who's <laughs> paying for it, but you get a McDouble. <laughs> just go to McDonald's. Say you had a great girth podcast sent me here. <laughs> they'll be like the what that's <laughs> oh, a podcast the fu- everybody has a podcast these <laughs> dude 
Oh, that reminds me. I saw this uh, fucking... I think it was on Instagram. Somebody posted a picture, and it was like, maybe if uh, unborn fetuses were felons, then leftists would save them. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, ouch. Oh, <laughs> Snap. It's kind of true. If they were criminals, and if they were spray painting Black Lives Matter, they'd be saved. No killing them. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, dude, we're about to get so much. Well, let's be honest. If these people actually heard, like, maybe the first episode, they're probably like, oh, I could see where this is going. <laughs> Two, three, and they're like, I don't know if I want to listen to this anymore. These guys are super racist, transphobic, and all other types of made-up shit. Yeah, didn't we make a tranny joke the first episode I was on? Oh, yeah, dude, there's like a 30-minute. No, okay, that's a little bit exaggerated. There's like a 15 to 20-minute segment in that whole episode of us talking shit about transgender people <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really talking shit it's just kind of sp- we're doing that thing that zuckerberg would be afraid of like y'all better i'll be spreading truth up in here <laughs> <laughs> oh the memes dude they're getting out of control who would have thought that we'd be so happy with memes i think they're like the dumbest thing ever they're such a low life thing but dude they're like great it's an addiction But it is creative. Whoever thought of it, you're smart. Yes. Well, besides TikTok, talk, talk. (laughs) Besides TikTok, what else we got? Memes. I went and looked at r slash memes. Oh, shit. Just to see, like, what the top meme of today is. Let's see. Uh, We're going to go to the top. Of today. Number one meme today is. (laughs) (laughs) So it's got a uh, like a a parachuter jumping out the back of an airplane. He's like saluting as he jumps out. Said humans born in the hospital. Bears born in the safety and warmth of a den. Giraffes. And it shows the guy jumping out of the (laughs) out of the airplane. Giraffes fall more than six feet to the ground at birth. Oh, my God. That's a good meme. I saw one, and God, it probably isn't going to work since I don't remember the whole thing. But basically, the first five sentences, and it's about a word that has a, you know, a silent letter in it. Like, blah, blah, the S is silent, blah, 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 the H is silent. But the very end, it says chloroform. She is silent. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'm going to go build me a time machine, bro, because bitches love bringing up the past. Got to give it to your wife. (laughs) Oh, my God. There is a freaking um, black comedian. He says he's he's on stage and he goes, we have Wi-Fi now and women can vote. And hell, 200 years ago. We this would have been an auction. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Think about it. That's true. That's funny, right there. I tell you what. We gotta start generating more memes for the fucking the page. I've been very lazy. I'll admit that, especially to those of you that are religiously following our shit. Dude, we are getting, still getting like three to four subscriptions to our newsletter. Oh, we have one. <laughs> we don't even have that many people listen to this thing. Why are people? Ex- I'm gonna have to start putting out a, a newsletter. 
I wonder if those are some motherfuckers from like Zimbabwe <laughs> just trying to kill time. They're like, no, they're this like, is all they get. They're like normal names. Like I get, I get an email a day. It feels like it's all an email like a day. Signed up. <laughs> so I'm like, no, okay, okay. Who the hell did, did your mom comment a name and I went and looked it up? Ron oh, Jeremy, that, that porn star, Ron Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm sitting here. I don't know who Ron, I didn't know who Ron Jeremy was. He looks it up and he's like, "Oh no, my so, eyes." So I'm sitting here and I see that. It's like, who the hell's Ron Jeremy? I searched up Google Images. Like Ron, like I got to know who Ron Jeremy is, right? So people are talking about him, so I put it in Google Images just to see his face. And the first picture is just full schlong right yeah. in my face. <laughs> I'm like, no, who did this yeah. and why? You know, he's credited for uh, being the guy that said uh, in an interview, they're like, how big is your dick? And he was like three inches off the ground. (laughs) Like, uh, he was a legend for his time, and he was an ugly motherfucker. He's been the subject of so many documentaries and all this shit. But, like, I'm pretty sure he's always been that ugly. Like, he's aged now. He's very fucking gray. But he's always looked like a creepy Italian uncle. That's just... (laughs) What do you got against Italians, man? <laughs> so we had someone sign up named Hanilla Schaefer. Hanilla Schaefer. Sarah, like a girl. Sarah Wilson. Kent. I don't know. Uh, Kent Trail. Don't know that guy's white name. Man. I was say, um, that's a white man. Zedman Juice at Yahoo.com. That's a black man. <laughs> we got... Who did you this? Was this one Aaron? This one had to be Aaron. What is it? Cock talk at hotmail.com. Cock talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's actually pretty good. Cock talk. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta get off. I gotta get off track for just a minute to tell the story, and then we'll get back to the podcast newsletter. But I am, I am looking this up, and I'm afraid. Cock talk. Okay, so, there is a Facebook page. Oh no! Watch, it's an anti-righty page or some shit. Oof! Tobacco, peach tea, and diet dark pepper—not a good mix. Ooh, no! Who? What made you think that was a good idea? Well, all right. So, uh, big announcement: I'm going on a month of sobriety from alcohol, and I'm 13 days in. As a result, I started picking up uh, spitless tobacco. Just because I was getting, like, the shakes and shit, and, yeah, I was getting, like, tired. I was getting bored. So I was like, I don't want to smoke, because I made a commitment to not do that. But how can I get something in my system? (laughs) That just happened to be the thing I did. So I've been, like, sucking on these stupid pouches and shit, putting them, like, under my lip. I'm trying to decide if cancer or liver disease is worse. Oh, I know, huh? That's what I was sitting there thinking. I was like, no, because then I'm going to get addicted again. Like, I just finished the last one in this pack, and I'm going to throw it away. They make my stomach hurt, dude. I need something to drink, and all I had was peach tea, but I wanted a pop, too. So Diet Dr. Pepper came into the mix, and now I got a whole stomach ache full of problems. (laughs) But, no, yeah, I'm on day 13. I'm hoping – the reason I'm doing it is because I want to see if I can be okay for a month. If I can be okay, then I'm fine with drinking for the rest of my life. At decent times. If I can't control it and I start getting withdrawals and shaky like I have been, then it's a problem. And I need so, to work on it. 
want you to take well, I'm real happy that you're making that leap because <laughs> he's like, got, throw the tobacco away. <laughs> you've got two daughters that I'd hate to see them have to grow up without a daddy because daddy's liver said peace. Right. Yeah, or daddy's chasing them around with a bottle of Jameson. Like, <laughs> what weapon do you want to get fucked up with tonight? Like, <laughs> alcoholism, dude. Abusive people. But anyway. I want you to take a guess at what the profile picture for Cock Talk is. Um, I'm going to assume it's a man with a schlong for a face. No. This is Facebook, by the way. Facebook. Okay, so it's definitely okay if it's, like, something creepy. Is it Donald Trump? No. What is it? Um, It is. And my entire freaking computer just froze up. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, whoa, bro. You just like... You're well, making I have this... no idea if you... No, I can see you, but you're frozen. It looks like you're just giving me this disappointed look. <laughs> my whole computer yeah. is currently frozen. I can hear you. Right, and I can hear you. But I cannot see you, so... Um, it is Channing Tatum holding oh, no. a rooster. <laughs> it is a naked Channing Tatum from the waist up holding a rooster with oh, a no. crucifix around his neck. Oof. This sounds uh, very graphic. I don't know if we want to get into this uh, profile. <laughs> I don't know if we want to be affiliated. <laughs> it's like ISIS being like, hell yeah, we love this podcast. <laughs> like oh shit Isis loves like, us we oh, probably man, should I... stop oh fuck this is cock talk oh my god <laughs> yo send me a screenshot of that I'm gonna show it to Chanel so she can see who likes us god Jake rules of protection <laughs> oh, oh oh hell no <laughs> it's a big ass him but dude so on the uh, topic of, like, names and shit, did I tell you that when I was on Xbox the other night, I was playing, um, I was on, uh, Warface, I was online, and, uh, what the fuck is this that I'm looking at? Whataburger. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'm buying a Whataburger shirt. Hell yeah. But anyway, um, fucking, some guy's, uh, name, his gamer tag was spelled L-E-S- N-I-G-R-O-Z 85. His name was Les Negros. <laughs> he killed me and I was like, who the fuck? And I started laughing when I saw it. I was like, no. How do you get away with this? Les Negros got me. <laughs> I'm still... Kind of... Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so it went when we changed my name to Kyle Rittenhouse on Call of Duty. The greatest shooter of our time. American hero. Um, so then I was like, oh, um, I'll do the Greg Padanovich, the guy who at the Las Vegas shooting. Oh, I know. You talked about this on the last podcast. You are going to get us in so much trouble. This so is it, worse than the Benoit joke. So it worked. Oh, um, shit. It let me change it. I had it for three days where it let me change it. And then you got fucking kicked. I, like, I, I, I got reported. I figure I don't know who reported it, but I got a good idea. Some because, asshole, yeah. Because the third day I was, the third match I was playing, we were playing on a map called Miami, and there's a, and it's like in Miami, overlooking a giant like parking lot and street and everything. Right. And there's a balcony in a hotel, so I ran into the balcony hotel and mounted up. 
And as a guy ran across the parking lot, I mowed him down with my LMG. And the and the hot mic is Greg put it. Wait, isn't that the Las Vegas? And it cuts out. <laughs> <laughs> he was upset. <laughs> so he runs across there again. I shoot him. He's in the balcony. What the hell? In the balcony. <laughs> oh shit! Someone's shooting from the clock tower. <laughs> and he goes and he's mounted up against the wall. He's trying to shoot me. I turn and I kill him. He goes, "That's my son, man." <laughs> and so. Boss is like guys are gonna soak up some bullets. <laughs> and so we get into the um so we get into the end lobby. And he goes, right. dude, it's is it Greg Podadovich, the freaking Las Vegas shooter? I was like, Yes, it is. Yes, he goes, What? Uh, and he goes, What? I was like, Yeah. What he's got the longest kill streak in the history of the country. Oh fuck. He goes, what? 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 That's messed up. That's not funny. I was like, I think it's pretty funny, actually. Goes, Hilarious. Dude, a lot of people died. That wasn't a joke. I was like, yeah, it's been enough time. And he goes, well, no such thing as too soon. That's my opinion. And, and he goes, no, this is not a joke. I was like, that's how I deal with trauma. Uh, yes. So it's a joke, loser. So shut up. And then, yes, and exactly. then, and then um, two days later, I got reported and kicked off. That would probably be it, yeah. Like for the longest time, I had that fucking throat yogurt for you gamer tag, and I'm pretty sure I pissed off somebody. So they labeled me a cyber bully. I have never laughed so hard in my life than on the hot mic after I shot him. Great, but isn't that the Las Vegas? And it cuts out. He was probably some fucking left-wing nut dude that loves so next, Skyrim and shit. So the next thing my little brother and I are going to do is we're going to change our names to the Combine Shooters. Oh, I know. You were talking about this in the last episode. You fucking yeah. smartass. <laughs> and they oh. have they have operators that have trench coats. So we're both going to wear trench coats and walk, and walk around with M4s. John Wick style. Well, <laughs> Columbine style. <laughs> with a new and, twist. And we all and we already have um C O M B C O as our um as our gamer as our um regiment name set our clan tag set up. So so when we get it it'll be Combine Colorado and then have the two names and it's gonna be so funny to see people oh, Is it at the Combine shooters? <laughs> so it'd be that same guy. What the hell man? There's so much hate in this world. <laughs> all these people think this shit's funny. <laughs> like, hey, first time on the internet? <laughs> Xbox Live has always been this way. Worse when it started. But uh, let's bring it back to the fucking newsletter thing before we get too off topic. Um, first off, we don't even have a newsletter. So well, I want to know why. We have to start. I think we should because here's the thing, bro. I was getting really down on, our, on myself because our episodes haven't been getting like good views at all like we've our numbers are terrible but i thought about it i'm like well here's the thing dude we were doing better when we had one episode but now we're doing two every week so people have to catch up you know what i'm saying so i think that we probably should be a little more active in that sense to a newsletter things like that because there are people i've talked to that are still on like episode 12 and i'm like oh yeah you got a while to go so you know i mean it, it would i think it would benefit us i mean people are signing up for it Hell yeah. We'll talk, we'll talk about it uh, later. Let's not bore people with business talk. Well, yeah, yeah. And I was also going to say, too, when I say our views are bad, I don't mean like 
Our show's been rated terribly. I've heard nothing but good things except for one crazy-ass liberal chick that argues with me every fucking day on Facebook. Um, and some basement jockey that I went to school with. But uh, basically, we get a lot of views. Like, I look at the numbers, how many people look at our website and shit. I'm like, oh, man, it's like, it's like clickbait. But the views of our show, that's a different story. And that's because people's habits are different. You know, like, I listen to podcasts every day, but... I can guarantee I haven't heard every single one that comes out from Joe Rogan. Like, right. I'm weeks behind on his shit. I kind of stopped liking his shit anyway. But <clears throat> let's change the subject. I was thinking, we go ahead. I can hear it's it's on the tip of your tongue. What do you guys say? <laughs> Did you drop Audrey or Aubrey? Nah, nah, dude. Misconstrued. All right. So here's what happened. The other night... The night I had to cancel on us, dude, I was sitting there, like, trying to... I got done feeding her. She fell asleep on me. And, well, you've held her. You don't really have to get a good grip on her. She just, like, stays on you because she can't really move. So you feel secure in that sense. This fucking kid woke up and rolled herself. Like, she rolled herself off my shoulder, down my leg, almost to the ground. I had her by one arm at one point. I was like, no, no, I was freaking out, dude. Everybody rose up, like... As if they were going to reach her in time, making me feel like shit. I almost dropped her, dude. Like, it was so scary. I had a fucking heart attack. And the whole time, I was like, give me my fucking baby back. And I was like, <laughs> bro, I wasn't, I didn't drop her. She I rolled out a, my arms. I just had a dad save. Calm down. Oh, it was horrifying, dude. Like, I'm telling you, this kid rolled three times and it woke her up. She did not go to bed for the rest of the night. Like, she woke up, looked at me like, motherfucker, you going to drop me? <laughs> it's so scary, dude. And everybody was, first off, everyone was petrified. So nobody laughed about it for like 15 minutes afterwards. Yeah, once 15 minutes passed, then it was, oh, this motherfucker's going to drop a baby. Don't trust him. Like, then the jokes came. But at first, it was pretty serious. And I knew Chanel was upset with me. But I was like, dude, I swear I didn't like intentionally drop her. She just fucking rolled. And she's like, she can't roll. And I was like, bro, I've seen this kid do fucking, like, half cartwheels. Like, she knows how to turn herself and shit. But she's just, she doesn't do it for Chanel. I've seen her turn herself over. Kayleen has seen it. A bunch of people have seen her roll over. But this kid had, like... She knows who who babies her. Well, yeah, dude. And then I realized at that point, I need to get better security of her. So instead of just laying her on my chest like that... I'm going to have to like put both arms around her because she was literally draped on my chest. Her head was on my shoulder and she was asleep and she was laying like back was on my chest. So it wasn't like I had her. Cradle oh, okay, yeah. Like she yeah. was, she was legit spread out on me. And then she definitely, she definitely could have just turned a little bit and then just a slope of your body and just helped her roll the rest of the way. That's what it was, dude. My fat ass pot belly is what helped her pick up speed. And she <laughs> rolled down. I almost dropped her bro. Like, I'm so grateful that my arm still had like a hold of her back a little bit. But yeah, at one point, dude, I almost, I almost only had her by like one arm, but because my arm was still draped around her, I was able to lift her up and bring her back to me, but it scared the living shit out of me. And now I'm petrified. I'm like, I don't know if I could uh, do this anymore. (laughs) I don't think I can hold her anymore. (laughs) Wait, did you see that meme on Facebook? That fucking, I saw saw our good, our good buddy, Aaron, uh, posted a meme and it looks like he did it in Microsoft Paint, but yes. um, <laughs> it was a cheap one. But it's the um, when Kevin drops his chili, and it says Tony which is exactly what it was like. 
<laughs> yeah, I made the same face and everything. Like when I when I when I dropped her, when she rolled out of my arms, and I almost <laughs> dropped her. She was like freaking out. I was like, oh, I was so scared, dude. Like there was no funny bone in me, dude. It was awful. But now everyone's cracking fucking jokes, and everyone's just like, oh, be careful with him. <laughs> Make sure you got two arms. <laughs> fucking people. It was, yeah, dude, like, she was just chilling, and then she just fucking rolled herself, and I was like, oh, man. But that ain't the first time I've almost dropped a baby. <laughs> I might have told you about it before, but I did definitely drop Olivia. She was, like, two or three when it happened, but basically, we were swinging her, so I had one hand, she now had the other, and we were swinging her in the air while we were walking in the parking lot of a Golden Corral. Well, anyway, uh- I... S- yeah, like there were people that definitely saw, it, but like we swung really hard this third time and I lost control, dude. I let her go. She was in the air by herself, but Chanel had a hold of her wrist. And at one point Chanel like nearly dislocated her shoulder trying to pick this child up with one arm, dude. Like she almost hit the ground. <laughs> it was fucking scary. Then I so looked around like, did anyone see that? So at the two little boys that I babysit, this is babysit, we were at the park playing basketball. And one is one was like five, and one was three. I uh, yeah, five and three. And we were and I was lifting them up to shoot the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and the three year old like, let me go, let me go. And they had little ones for little kids. And yeah. So I picked him up to dunk it, and he went and he slammed the ball down on the hoop, and it hit the hoop, came back and clocked him straight in the <laughs> nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we had the force of the ball coming off the rim, but also I was lifting him up because I didn't know he was going to slam the ball straight to the rim. So right. he had all the force of me pushing up and the ball coming down and boom! And just compress his nose and blood come all the way down. I'm like, oh God! <laughs> They're all mad at you. Oh God! And he's screaming, he's crying. His, his older brother's five years old. And now he's freaking out. He's like, Ah, thinking he's dying or something, and I'm, I'm like, like Coach Rollison, um, freaking like snapped into me. I was like, tilt your head back. I tilted his head back, and, I, and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, you're three. <laughs> he's dying. He's like, <laughs> so I'm like, lean forward. And I clean his nose and I tilt his head back. Tilt his head back and pinch his nose. I'm holding his head forward so he like the blood will drain. And right. when you get up when you get a uh, blade nose, you're not supposed to tilt your head. You're supposed to initially tilt your head back to suck it up and then forward. But, um, yeah, because if you have it far too far back, the blood will go down your throat and you'll, it'll solidify and you'll die. Right, right. So I'm like holding him and like holding his nose till it stops bleeding. Meanwhile, I've got a five year old screaming at the top of his lungs, sprinting in circles on the blacktop of this basketball court. Like all these people are looking at us. He's like, ah! and he's screaming. <laughs> This little boy is crying, and I'm, like, holding a rag to his nose, so it looks like I'm getting him chloroform. I'm like, guys, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> like that dude's trying to kidnap him. He's got a thing for little Nino. Let's get him. <laughs> Fuck, man. So finally, I caught him both down, and I was like, okay. Then they were all fine, and, and Sammy, like, rubs his nose, and I was sitting here, I was like, okay, here's how we're going to tell Mommy. Yeah, before we start running into the house and tell mommy and daddy what happened, let me do it. Let Austin tell mommy what happened. So I told her, 
And she's so freaked out. She's like, my baby. It's like, he's fine. He's a boy. Right. Like, hey, boys are going to be rough. He just learned his first lesson. <laughs> there was a time that uh, I didn't really drop Olivia, but I definitely let her go. So she was like slapping my knees when I was sitting on the couch. And I held her hands and I was just like shaking her little arms, just playing with her. And then like something happened to where she just like fucking let go. And then I let go. Dude, I don't know what it was. Like I had some control over her, but because she just slipped... My arms like just let go of her and she fell back and I tried to reach for her, but I just, I didn't make it. So she fell back on the ground and I was like, Ooh, when I looked around, I'm like, you okay? Come on. <laughs> Mommy didn't see it. It's one of those like, Hey, 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 if you don't cry, you can hit me as hard as I hit you. You hit me back. You hit me back. I promise. Hit me back. <laughs> like when you broke, when you break your relative, like your sibling's armor, it's okay. Don't tell mom, please. Here you can hit me. It's not that bad. His arms all dislocated. The bones coming out. Oh, mom, 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 everything's okay. But you know how Tommy's um, arm used to bend like this? Well, now it bends like this. <laughs> He's got that dent in his arm that he always wanted. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's scary being around kids for that reason, though, because people see shit and they're like, oh, horrible, horrible person. Like, I don't like being uh, approached by children that aren't mine. So when we're out and about, oh, there it is again. Hold on. Oof, gross. But um, I don't like being approached by children, dude. There was a time when I was in Walmart with Chanel and this little kid, like, fell. He was running and then he fell and his mom then, like, straight took off on him. They're like, okay, asshole, bye. But they didn't realize that he fell. And he's looking at me like, uh, <laughs> help. And I was like, hey, your kid. <laughs> and they didn't hear me, so I was just like, sorry, buddy. And I left and Chanel was like, what are you doing? And I was like, dude, if I get caught with that kid, <laughs> I'm not, no. Yeah, dude, like, I, I did this instead. Like, I backed up, hands in the air, and I was like, you're okay? <laughs> That's the rule I've learned from my dad. He's like, anytime a kid gets fucked up near you, put your hands in the air and back up. Yeah, Dude, you don't know. People are going to be like, That's the Kevin Spacey right there. And you're like, I swear to God, it's not what it looks like. I don't, I don't like kids, dude. Like, I love mine, but I don't like other kids. And it's hard because I can... Uh, I can definitely entertain a child when they come up to me with a football or whatever. I'm like, oh, I, I have a kid. I know exactly how to deal with kids. I just don't want to deal with other people's kids. It's like a part of me that's from when I was younger. That's something that's never left me. But, yeah, they'll come up to me and like, hey, hey, it's for you. It's the phone. And I'm like, man, fuck your phone. Just throw it over the couch. But, nah, I, I just don't. That never changed, man. Chanel is good with kids. I'm not. There was a particular incident where... Olivia, when we took her to a Burger King one day, just for the hell of it, she made friends with this really fat kid. And, and but what, when I say fat, dude, I mean like butter bean fat. Like he was, <laughs> and he like, was built like a baked bean. Yeah, dude, he was four years old, but he looked like a 12 year old. He was so big. <laughs> and they're playing. And then he comes and he starts talking to me and Chanel. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and keep eating my food. So then Chanel continues a conversation with him and he's like yeah just because i'm big doesn't mean i can't have friends and all this shit and i'm like now i feel like i should talk to him because <laughs> you can tell he's desperate for attention <laughs> but i don't want to i'm like bro go away so i can finish my food <laughs> again here, bro? seriously like, you have to really like children to deal with other children your kids it's one thing and even then my patience is very very thin i try so hard man but it is so fucking thin Oh, yeah, sometimes kids just... I, I could never be a preschool teacher. I tried it for, like, 
three months. I know you got out. fired. <laughs> <laughs> you taught some kid about cats and shit. <laughs> you're gonna give them life lessons like the next time someone hits you like that, hit back. Otherwise, you're gonna end up getting traded for a deck of cards in prison. Like, <laughs> dude. I say shit and Olivia copies it. I'm like, oh, I got to really watch what I say because I'm starting to say a lot of shit that I hear her repeating. And I'm like, fuck. I love the daddy told. I still love daddy told the told us not to give them any money or they'll come back like stray dogs. Dude, I know she says that a lot or she's like she sees shit. And she's like, mommy, are those the people that play tag? The poor ones? And I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God. She repeats everything, dude fucking kid man she is so funny something uh one more story about her sorry but um something that happened actually recently i think it was like the other day chanel was with her um downtown and you know how downtown is it looks like a concentration camp dude there's just so many of them but basically olivia saw someone like wrapped him in a blanket and i'm pretty sure they were like sleeping or whatever but she was like mommy what's that and chanel was like what and she's like that I was like, oh, it's, uh, it's just a person, you know, sleeping. And she's like, that looks like a mummy. And she's like, no, 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 baby, it's a person that doesn't have a home. So he's homeless? <laughs> that the guy that plays tag? <laughs> I don't know where she got this idea in her head that homeless people play tag. It might have been because I made a remark about growing up poor. I was like, growing up poor is basically playing, like, the floor is lava, which was a joke I heard from a comedian. It's something I stole, but I was just like, you know, just talking out my ass, and now she thinks that playing games that don't involve computers and toys must be a poor person thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this kid's definitely privileged. At one point, this kid didn't even know where the fucking screen door was. My dad took her to Paradox Valley, that place I was telling you about, over by Utah, and it's April's um, mother's home. Her mother passed a little while back, and so they go to April's mother's house and, you know, they go out there, they shoot guns and just to get away. Olivia didn't know how to open the screen door to the back patio. So fucking basically she was just like, mommy, how do I get out? And she was like, this kid has never seen a screen door before in her life. <laughs> like she's very privileged. Oh, yeah, dude, she didn't know what a fucking commercial was. Chanel just reminded me of that. I totally forgot about this, dude. She was watching something. No, no, like, she was watching a, I think it was, like, something on Hulu or whatever. And you know how the ads right. pop up? And she was like, oh, or no, 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 it was TV. It was live TV. And she's like, I hate ads. And my wife was like, this is a fucking commercial. You don't know what a commercial is. <laughs> <laughs> You've never watched cable TV. <laughs> Privileged-ass kid. But uh, anyway, uh, shit, man, I think that about does it. I mean, I've pretty much talked all I want to talk about uh, about Trump and the whole storm the Capitol. They can't suicide us all. <laughs> we are. You got anything you want to add? There. No, not at all. Austin's like, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> oh, all so, right, well. Yeah, I've been up since like 5 a.m. So. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's me. I've been up since, well, that's a lie. I woke up late. I woke up at 5.40 a.m. And I was like, oh, shit. I got to be at work in like less than an hour. So that was fun getting up and getting ready. But anyway, um, thanks, guys, for listening. You can check us out on all of our social media platforms until 
you know, we get caught for spreading truth up in there and then we get removed. Otherwise, check us out at www.thegreatgrowthpodcast.com. Again, for all the deaf children in the back, that is www.thegreatgrowthpodcast.com. Austin, buddy, I'll see you on Sunday. Adios.